0: Betches Media presents.
1: Ha ha! Laugh funny.
0: Mention it all. A Bravo by Betches podcast.
1: We don't say that, but now we said
0: it. With me, Dylan Hafer. Hold
1: oh, check me, bro.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and after being at BravoCon last weekend, I am back for more Friday episodes. Obviously, Southern Charm came to a close last week with the reunion, but never fear because the young people are still uh, making poor decisions on Thursday nights on Bravo. So for the next few weeks, we are going to be talking about Winter House. Uh, Back in Stowe, enjoying the crisp winter air and the drunken debauchery of people from two to three of our favorite Bravo shows. What more could we want? I feel like Winter House was one of those shows where the first season was this sort of experiment that, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I didn't I didn't dislike it, but it didn't feel like something that was... I don't think about it very often, if I'm being honest. I feel like it's one of those things where, for me, I've always been more of a housewife's Girly when it comes to my Bravo consumption. Obviously I watch Summer House. I watch Southern Charm. I enjoy them varying amounts depending on the season and the day and the mood I'm in. Um, but you know, it's not my holy grail when it comes to Bravo shows. So Winter House for me is a little bit like okay, I have to, you know, maybe uh take a little take a little headache pill, get ready for a lot of Antics and yelling, and just, uh, you know, uplifting of uh, men that maybe don't do that much for me, but to each their own. And I'm here. I'm here for another season. I'm interested to see how it goes when the Toms arrive later in the season. I'm very intrigued to see how it goes when Lindsay and Carl show up. Obviously, if you listen to my interview with Austin and Craig that came out on Monday of this week, you've gotten a little preview of some of that stuff. If you haven't checked out that episode and you are watching Winterhouse or care about Winterhouse at all, definitely go listen to that interview because we got into a lot of the topics from the season. But overall, it's an interesting little mix. I, we have a few new people. We have Rachel, who seems to be getting along very well with Jason so far. I'm I'm into their vibe, Rachel the florist. And then we have Jessica. Jessica to me is I'm having an interesting time with her. Visually, she is giving Lindsay. <laughs> it's it's very Lindsay Hubbard uh, 2.0. You could even say it's giving metaverse Lindsay Hubbard uh, because Jessica is a uh, crypto entrepreneur. Actually, let me find in my notes the exact title that they give her. Yes, she is a real estate agent slash metaverse entrepreneur, which is troubling to me. The thing about the metaverse and crypto and NFTs and all of this stuff is that I don't understand it. And I don't want to understand it. And more than not wanting to understand it, I also don't really want to hear about it. I'm I'm very much a Kyle Cook when it comes to this thing where if you start talking to me about your real estate ventures in the metaverse, my eyes will immediately glaze over. I will give you a blank stare. I will nod along with what you're saying. I'll be like, oh, cool. But I don't want to know more. Look, if you if you're into crypto, if you're into the metaverse, good for you i guess i just feel like do we need that on our bravo shows like if you're getting drunk at winter house and you're coming back to the house at night and you're and you're talking about metaverse real estate i mean her situation though with luke is quite interesting because they come into the house I guess already knowing each other. It's a little, I feel all the the friends on, on Winter House, it's always like, who, who do you know? Do you know a producer that told you that you're supposed to know Luke or Jason or whoever? It's always a little iffy, but clearly at the beginning of the season, these first couple episodes, Luke thinks that Jessica is there for him. They're in the hot tub this first night and he, you know, they're having a good time. She's not, she's not not, flirting with him. You know, she she tells him that he, she isn't interested in Jason and that she's in, she you know, she does say she is more there for him, but you know, he wants to kiss her. She says she doesn't want to and he kind of is like what's what what? <laughs> it's pretty classic Luke or I mean, it would be pretty classic for any guy on this show to kind of be like befuddled at the idea that a woman he's in a hot tub with doesn't just automatically want to make out with him. Like that's a very um Bravo man way to feel about a situation like this. But I do feel for Jessica because she is brand new in this house. She knows, you know, a couple people she's getting to know the rest of the group, but she is not somebody who's coming into this house with sort of a position of power. Whereas Luke was there last year. He's been on summer house with a lot of the people that are on this show. He clearly has this attitude of, he's kind of going to get what he wants in this house. And I think for Jessica, that's a tough position to be in because it's not just a matter of, it's not like you're meeting somebody on a dating app and you're deciding whether or not you want to make out with them. It's like you're coming into this person's territory a little bit, and they're already assuming that things are going to go a certain way. So I think Jessica is, she's in a tough spot. And I don't, I don't think there is a perfect way to handle this situation because you know Luke is a little he's a little touchy feely he's a little handsy we'll get to the crag of it all later but then of course I want to talk about Corey our other newbie in the house and he is I feel like we're all going to hate him by the end of the, <laughs> by the end of the season if you don't already because he is acting like he's not really interested in anyone in the house. But then he's telling us that he's pursuing everyone in the house and he's, you know, going grocery shopping with Jessica, kind of feeling out that situation and, you know, Jessica's telling him that he's she's not interested in Luke. But then he's also talking to Paige and Paige is trying to set him up with Sierra, thinking like, "Oh, well, if Sierra gets with you, then when Austin comes in a day or two, Then Sierra won't feel like awkward and alone when Austin comes. But then there's this other layer of Corey is Craig's friend going way back, so he also knows Austin. And it's like the issue here isn't Sierra being alone, it's Sierra potentially getting with another person who is in this toxic male cesspool of Charleston vibes. And it's like, look, I like Sierra a lot. I don't want her to be sad and alone. I don't know if she is sad. She is alone. If she w- if she doesn't want to be alone, I don't want her to be alone. But like, good God. I don't think getting with Craig's college fraternity little, who also is like homies with Austin, when Austin is arriving at the house imminently, I don't think that's the path to happiness for Sierra. I just don't. I don't see it that way. Um feel free to disagree. The heart wants what it wants. Maybe in the words of Ashley Darby, there's a coochie craving. I don't I'm, you know, do do what you gotta do. I just feel like I'm not, other than maybe uh Jason and Rachel, I'm not getting great vibes from any of the potential new couplings in the house this season. I don't think I don't think Corey is gonna be the key to happiness for anyone. It seems like Jessica's not really interested in that vibe. Luke, you know, (laughs) need I say more? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's getting a little too incestuous almost. We're going to have, we're going to have Lindsay and Carl coming in. Lindsay, of course, has history with Austin too. She and Sierra barely get along. It's just a lot. The the dynamics are a lot. And I think on one hand that makes for good TV because there is a lot of, there are a lot of layers to unpack and a lot of different things going on. But also it's like, it sort of feels like a, a dog chasing its own tail. Like, okay. So last season we had Paige and Craig and then they got together They weren't together last season. And then Lindsay and Carl got together, but then Lindsay still hates Austin. And then Austin and Sierra were together and they don't get along. And then you have Jessica coming into the situation and Corey and Sierra. Like, it's just, I'm rambling, I know. But it does kind of feel a little bit like, what's the point? Where's the story arc headed? And you know, this, I mean, it's a, it's a spinoff that they're only doing like, Two weeks a year. maybe maybe we don't need a story arc, but it does feel a little bit like where is this gonna go? And I feel like in future seasons, if they want to keep this going, maybe they could switch things up a little more by adding people from some different shows. Like I would love to get a little bit of a family karma vibe in there. Like imagine if Brian from Family Karma showed up at this house, single and looking like that. It's over. Sierra doesn't need to get with Craig's frat brother. She can get with Brian. Or imagine if you had, like, a couple of below-deck people even maybe coming in, or, like, maybe one of the real girlfriends in Paris, or, like, I don't know. I don't, I, is there another one? Is there another show? I don't know. I I just think they could be a little more creative. And I know that these people in some way are already like friends with each other a little bit, kind of maybe, but also Bravo lies all the time about people being friends with each other before they come on a show. So I don't really think that should stop them from casting whoever they want. Anyway, the big drama so far this season is this Craig and Luke situation. We know that Craig was at Luke's place for the 4th of July, and there was this, you know, dumb issue with the fireworks. What's crazy to me is that they're filming this in, like, January, February. So fully six months after whatever happened on the 4th of July. And it still feels like both Craig and Luke are looking for any possible way to bring it up and to kind of get back into that mode of arguing with each other. Like at dinner when Craig is like, Oh Luke, do you have any crazy, uh, do you have any crazy skiing stories? And he's like, no, I have hockey stories. And Craig's like, I don't care about hockey stories. But one time I was arrested with fireworks and Luke was like, fireworks, like fire. If, if this was watch what happens live, fireworks is the drinking game and everybody's wasted. Like, get over the fucking fireworks. When Craig's like, why would you put the fireworks in the thing? It, how, how would I not light them up? And Luke's like, because they're not yours. And he's like, have you ever walked into a room and seen a, a, a thing of fireworks and not lit them up? And it's like, are you six years old? If I go into somebody else's house and I see like a bag of marshmallows on the counter at the very least I would ask if I could have the marshmallows before I just reach in and grab a handful. Like that's how being an adult works. Not even an adult. That's how being like a kid that's older than kindergarten age works. Like, yeah, it's great to share, but you have to ask first. uh, (laughs) Like what (sighs) this episode, really Craig is just looking kind of kind of childish not just with the fireworks thing, but also with the house cleaning. He has wrecked the downstairs of the house the night before. And they're like, okay, everybody let's get up and clean. And Craig's like, what? I don't clean on vacation. I'm 34 years old. I make, I make a a fair amount of money. I'm not cleaning. I don't know how to clean. And it's like, what is, what is the deal? Why are first of all, you've been there before. Were they did you have a house cleaner last year in summer house and this year they didn't let you? Like, I don't think that's the case. And uh, it's just so strange because everybody else seems to be so on the same page of like, yeah, we party, we destroy the house, then we clean it up, then we do it again. That's just kind of the vibe. But Craig is like, no, I don't clean. That's not my thing. You can clean. And they're like, well, we're not cleaning for you, it's a group effort. And then the next night when Amanda starts cleaning and Craig is like yelling at her for having the audacity to be cleaning up something that's broken on the floor instead of dancing on a table, he's like, well, it's not going to be a very fun vacation if we can't trash the house, which I mean, (laughs) get a fucking grip. You're a 34 year old man staying in a rented house and you're not going to be able to have fun if you can't destroy it every night. What planet are you living on? Look, I I like to have a good time. If you saw me Saturday night out at BravoCon, no, you didn't. But like, I'm not ripping things off the walls and <laughs> smearing food and shit all over the, the kitchen. Get a life. You're 34. You have a girlfriend that's like sobbing upstairs or, you know, stressed about your behavior. Chill the fuck out. Have a few drinks, have a good time, and go to bed like a fucking normal person. Ugh. But anyway, he and Luke get into it again. <laughs> I hate that I just told this, whole, went on this whole diatribe about Craig, but then now I have to kind of um, <laughs> support him. It's like, so Luke is being a little touchy feely with Jessica. And then he puts his hand on Paige's head and this kind of sets Craig off. He's like, if you put your hand on Paige again, I'm going to throw you through a window. And it, it's like, he's saying that he's mad about the thing with Paige, but I do think he is also picking up on the thing with Jessica. And he's telling Luke that he's making everyone uncomfortable. And Jessica does say afterward that, yeah, she has felt uncomfortable this whole time. Cause she feels like she sort of like, is in this tough position with Luke where she doesn't want to hurt his feelings or make him upset. So Luke goes upstairs, he's talking to his sister, and he basically just decides to leave. And while his argument with Craig did get heated, of course, I wish this could have been a thing where, he, where everybody just went to sleep and then kind of dealt with it the next day. Because I don't know if we're going to see Luke anymore on this season, but if we don't, it will feel like we just kind of missed out on the tail end of a storyline. Whereas if everybody had just gone to bed and then even if he had woken up and decided to leave the next day, there could have been kind of one final conversation or something. And if even just, I wish that Luke would have given himself the opportunity to Talk to Jessica and maybe apologize for making her feel uncomfortable or, you know, just kind of have that little moment because running away from the house when you're being told that you made people feel uncomfortable. It's like maybe you leaving is the best outcome, but you haven't actually addressed the situation or what part you might have played in it. So it's a little disappointing to me that he left in the middle of the night, but who knows, maybe he'll be back next episode. Um, But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at BravoByBetches. I'm going to go back to listening to Taylor Swift now. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. touches.